All right, here we go. We're recording. Let's move this microphone around. We're recording for the 20th of September, 2021. What did we do this week? This week was pretty exciting. On Saturday, which would have been the 18th. Yes, that would have been the 18th. Went to a truck show. Or, no, I'm sorry, not a truck show. Went to a car show for the Alley Rats. That's the Alley Rats Car Club in Milwaukee. That's the car club I belong to. And I took both cars. Uh, little Billy came up. You know, remember Billy when I was driving? And he picked up my Mustang and brought the Mustang over to the car show for me. That was really cool. And I drove the T-Bucket. And then he drove the T-Bucket back to the house, which I think he didn't want to get out of. I think he really liked driving that thing. And then I drove the uh, Mustang back. And he brought his dad, which was really cool. And seemed like they were walking around, looking at all the cars, having a good time. And I was taking photos. So those photos will be up on the T, the uh, TWK Trucking with Kingfish, same name as a podcast, on YouTube probably soon, within a day or two. Hopefully I'll get that done tonight before I leave the house, get all that done, you know, before I leave out for um, uh, wherever it is we leave out to. Oh, Montana. That slipped my mind there for a second. So that was the big event this week. Didn't do too much today. Uh, just kind of relaxed yesterday. Oh, got a lot of walking around, a lot of bending, a lot of photos taken. I couldn't even tell you how many photos we took, but it was a good time. It was a great show. Uh, you know, little things here and there, but you know, it's a great car club. These guys do a great job. I was really happy with it. You know, and I was really glad I was part of it. So I said, um, what is it you guys want me to do? You know, you want me to clean up? You want to, you know, what job do you guys want me to do? And they said, just do your photo thing. <laughs> I was okay. I could do that. So that's all my job was, was to take photos. It was fantastic. So anyway, I really enjoyed the car club, and it's uh, it's nice. And the reason why I like this car club, these are just regular guys. You know, they're just regular working class guys getting together. They enjoy the cars. They enjoy the culture of cars. They help each other out. You know, one guy's got a trailer. Break down. He'll come pick you up, help you out. Yeah, that's just a really solid you know, camaraderie around this group, um, yeah, among this group, and it's just awesome. How many cars were at the show? Oh, I don't know, probably well over 150, easy. You know, maybe maybe close to 200. I don't know. I didn't count. It was just it was a lot of cars. They did it at the mall, South Bridge Mall over here near Milwaukee. I think it's Greendale. So we had plenty of parking, so it worked out great. It's just a really nice place. Anyway, that being said, let's get on with the news. Not too much going on. Weather's going to be changing. So you know what? Before I get into that, the weather's going to be changing soon. So start checking your chains out. Start getting your winter stuff ready. I know we're in September, but October, November, it comes around real quick. Also in September, don't forget, you now have to start carrying your chains for Colorado if you're going to run the I-70 corridor. So if you're running across I-70, make sure you got chains hanging on your truck. Or at least you have chains, because if you don't, and you go across there. Even, even though it isn't snowing, you will get a ticket if they pull you over. So, you know, make sure you got chains. You're going across Colorado. Uh, as far as I know, they're the earliest that require chains on the truck. I don't know of anybody else that does. Uh, if there's anybody that knows anything about that, give me a call. You know, six, what is it, 414-666-1926. That's 414-666-1926. Give me a call. Let me know what you say. You got any questions, email me at kingfishcafe at gmail.com. All right, let's get on with the show. All right, here we go.
keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, there we go. We're going to start off with a sad one today. Over in Effingham, Illinois, at the TA truck stop uh, on September 10th, around 1 p.m., uh, cops were called out to do a safety check because a man and his wife hadn't heard from this guy in a while, a driver. And they went and did a safety check, and unfortunately, they found a man in the bunk passed out, or uh, he had passed away. Now, he was only 45 years old. It was Jason Wilson of Texas, Las Vegas, sorry. It's a Texas, I don't know why. But apparently, he was report he was returning from a trip to Lima, Ohio, or Lima, sorry, Lima, Ohio, when he stopped in Effingham for a break. His wife talked to him Thursday at 8.30 p.m. and was unable to reach him since. And she said that he had been sick. So the cops don't suspect foul play, but unfortunately he had passed away and, you know, in the truck. And I honestly, I think that's, I think that's everybody, every driver's nightmare, you know, to, to have something like that happen. And then you have issues getting home, you know, uh, your family's, you know, upset. It's just, you know, all the way down the line, it's just a bad deal. And I think that's, you know, I think that would be the worst thing to happen. It's bad enough that your your family's going through the the stress of of losing one, you know, someone they care about, and then having to go through the, you know, try to get you home and things like that. There's an organization I can't think of their name offhand, but we've talked about it before where they work with stuff like that. And you know, I'm sure this happens a lot more than we realize. But you know, drivers are on the road away from home, and you know, hopefully they'll get him home and his family can get some closure and they can move on. He's only 45 years old. It's not very old. It's not very old at all. So, I don't know. Let's get moving on. So, you know, all I can say is, uh, I wish you would have made it home, Jason. And I think that sucks. But, you know, hopefully your family will find closure. All right, let's get moving on. Well, here's a big one. Wow. On September 8th, New York Governor Kathy Holcomb signed legislation that would require medium-duty and heavy-duty vehicles sold within the state to be zero emissions by 2045, essentially banning the sale of diesel power trucks at that time. So basically what it comes down to is Hochul's legislation would legislation would also require all new passenger cars and trucks sold in New York State to be zero emissions by 2035. All right. And then they expect uh, the move to ban gas and diesel-powered vehicles is modeled after California's advanced clean uh, regulation that will require truck manufacturers to begin the transition from zero diesel to zero emissions trucks in 2024. Uh, by 2045, every every new truck 
sold in California will be zero emissions. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, it's just going to cost you more to get your stuff, but I'm sure they'll figure it out by then. But that's pretty aggressive moves. Personally, I don't really see it. You know, your long-haul diesel, you know, your long-haul trucks, you know, they, they, they would just take too long to charge the batteries and things like that. I don't know what the solution is. As far as in your city, yeah, I can see that. Your city trucks, I don't think that'd be a big deal. But for your long-haul trucks, definitely would be a problem because, like, I'm going across, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, and there are very long stretches where there is absolutely nothing. How are you going to, you know, charge your batteries in that type of situation? Honestly, I have no idea. I'm sure somebody will come up with a solution somewhere, but I just don't see it at this point. So, all right, let's get moving on. Well, here's a crazy one. A man accused of stealing over 100,000 gallons of diesel fuel throughout the state of Colorado has been arrested. Yeah, that's what I said, 100,000 gallons. So here's what this guy was doing. He's a 24-year-old guy, Jose Romero Brazulu. I can't say that. You know, I can't say these names. Anyway, it was announced on Monday, September 13th. That's when they announced all this. So he had a pickup truck, and he had a big tank in the back of the pickup truck. And I guess it hold uh, 750 gallons of diesel. And then what he was doing was, he'd go up to the to the pump. He he had used a what do you call it? Gift cards. Okay, and he was recoding the gift cards with with stolen credit card numbers. Is what he was doing, and then he was using that to buy the fuel. Now, come and go, got robbed of over seven hundred ten thousand worth of diesel in total. And when they busted this guy, they pulled him over, and he was hauling seven hundred fifty gallons of diesel. That's a lot of diesel. Especially in the back of a pickup truck. Well, that'll get you across the country, won't it? No. So anyway, they I don't know what they're going to charge. I mean, that's a lot of diesel, jeez. Who knows what he was doing. But Tank filled up the whole bed of the pickup truck. He got away with it for a while. Probably would have been fine if he didn't get greedy, maybe. But, yeah, maybe he should have stopped at sixty or 70,000 gallons. I don't know. Now, nobody knows what he did with the diesel fuel. You know, probably sold it. Who knows? But uh, he ain't talking yet, at least anyway. So, and the way they busted him was, uh, come and go manager alerted him to a bunch of stolen, you know, bad credit cards and a bunch of fuel stolen. That's how they got the guy. So, anyway, don't steal diesel. It's not a good idea. They'll get you eventually. But uh, I never heard of, I didn't know you could recode gift cards. That's different, isn't it? That's something I never heard of. Certainly don't want that to happen. All right, let's get moving on. Well, file this under a case of staking identity. Apparently, over in uh, on the September eighth on Interstate two seventy five in Cincinnati, Ohio, there was a collision. You know, and somebody was killed. The, the force of the impact ejected the driver from the vehicle, killing them on scene. Then police then identified the deceased motorist as is forty-two year old elder Thomas Okanopomija. Oh God, just say elder. Anyway, and contacted his family to share the unfortunate news. Well, the family was going through grief and went through all this, you know, stuff that you go through with things like that. And then, you know, a little while later, elder pulled up in the driveway at home. They all rushed out and said, hey, you, the police reported you as being dead. He said, I don't know nothing about it. 
So apparently the police confused him with somebody else. He wasn't even involved in the accident. And they reported him as dead to his family, but he's still alive. They're still trying to figure out how that this all came about. Apparently no one seems to know. All I know is, uh, good for you, buddy, that you're not dead. Now they got to figure out who the actually person is who is dead. And that it sucks, but, you know, it's just the way it is. So hopefully they'll find out who it really was so they can get closure to that family. And for the family of Elder, hey, we're glad Elder made it home. All right, let's get moving on. Yeah, oh, this one's pretty cool. I, I missed out on this myself. I didn't see it when I went through there. But uh, last week, the North Dakota uh, Highway Patrol was giving out free lunches at the Scale House just uh, west of uh, Fargo. You know, and appreciate, you know, to celebrate Driver Appreciation Week. And, uh, well, when I went through, the scale was closed, so... I don't know, the one time the one time I wish they would have pulled me in. Doesn't say what they give for lunch, but that's kind of nice. Good for you, state troopers in this state of North Dakota. That's pretty nice. Uh, Florida, you know, the drivers are pleasantly surprised. Hey, driver, we're going to give you something. Oh, no, I'm getting a ticket. No, it's a free lunch. Good for you. That's kind of cool. All right, let's come moving on. Well, it looks like for the fourth year in a row, or in a row, fourth year in a row, rail transport, which is R O E H L, they pronounce it rail, uh, won the safest, you know, the prestigious, or what is it? Uh, rail transport has won an unprecedented fourth president trophy from the American Trucking Association. The prestigious award, which is given annually to the trucking company that is judged the most outstanding on the basis of a safety record, programs, and community outrage. So good for you, Rail. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being safe. That's good. Being safe means you're going to get home. So good deal, guys. Congratulations. Of course, a lot of these trucking awards, you got to take them with a grain of salt because, you know, they're, everybody's got an award for something and everybody's given out. You know, everybody gets awards. Even the companies you think were, they're just horrible. So just, but when it comes to safety, uh, if they're doing a good job, then we applaud that. Let's get moving on. Well, it looks like things are going to get interesting in the trucking world. Uh, the, maxi the vaccine mandates are here now, and they're going to say, hey, you got to either get the vaccine or you got to get tested once a week if you don't get the vaccine. So companies that fail to comply could face penalties of $14,000 per violation. So the timeline for the, uh, you know, when this all this is going to start is up, it's still up in the air. It hasn't come down yet. But the White House estimates that 80 million workers will be affected by this vaccine testing requirement. So how is it going to work with the truckers? I don't know. Most drivers aren't anywhere near anybody for a week at a time. Some stay out for, you know, two, three, four weeks. So if they don't want to get tested, I guess they're going to have to get off the road. You know, if they can't get tested or if they don't want to take the vaccine. I don't know. Personally, myself, I just took the vaccine, but I was one of the early adopters. I took it, got it over with. Uh, does that make me immune? No. just means if I get it, I'm less, I'm less likely to have severe symptoms. But, you know, if it helps, if it cuts things down, I'm all for it. I don't know. You decide. You decide what's important to you. But if you don't get the vaccine and this all goes down... Well, you'll get tested once a week. But to be honestly, I don't think it'll go through. I think they'll I think there'll be too much backlash for this, but I don't know. I think it'll also put people on the defensive. It'll make them dig in. 
So who knows? All right, let's keep moving on. Oh, this one's very cool. I wish I would have been there. I didn't know about this. I would have shown up, maybe even videotaped it. Anyway, the 17th Annual Truck Convoy for Special Olympics Wisconsin kicked off today. It's a national one-day celebration of the trucking industry, put in part by local trucking company, well, it's WEL. Now, last year, 100 trucks raised more than $70,000 for Special Olympic athletes in the state. This year, the goal was $100,000. Some of the Special Olympic athletes also received the thrill of riding in a truck. So some of these guys got to ride in some of the trucks. That's pretty cool. The trucks left Mercury at 9.30, you know, and then uh, went down to the EAA. EAA is the uh, Experimental Aircraft Association. So that's pretty cool. I uh, wish I would have known about that. I would have went up there and checked it out. I had no idea, but awesome. You know, I think it's uh, pretty cool. Raise some money for Special Olympics and uh, good community support. That's amazing. I love it. All right, let's get moving on. Good for you guys. I really like that. Good for you. Let's get moving on. Okay, earlier in the year, we reported on uh, flame trucking. Flame trucking was the yeah, the reality, some reality TV star guy from Georgia, who uh, Maurice Fain, who was uh, frauding, you know, the 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 Paycheck Protection Program uh, scam. They called it a seven-figure Ponzi scheme. So on Wednesday, September 15th, a federal judge in Georgia sentenced Maurice Fain to 17 years in prison, and he was ordered to pay nearly $5 million in restitution for his role in a PPP loan fund and Ponzi scheme. In May, Fain pleaded guilty to six, degree, six of 18 charges, including four counts related to wire fraud, one count of bank fraud, and one count of false statements to a financial institution. Fain immediately filed a notice to appeal. So basically what happened was this is a guy... You know, he was he applied for these loans when everything was, you know, the COVID stuff, and he basically lied. And they say he, you know, instead of using the money for legitimate purposes like paying payroll and things like that, Payne used the money for the following. All right, listen to this: forty thousand for past due child support. Well, that's that's very uh, responsible, sir. Forty thousand—that's a lot of money in child support. Fifty thousand. I wonder how much it was he a month he was supposed to pay. Yeah, I wonder what a long period of that was. Anyway, 50000 for restitution owed in a previous fraud case. Wow, looking good here, buddy. Sixty-five in cash withdrawals. 65000 85000 for custom-made jewelry. What dude wears jewelry? Really? Seriously? 136000 to Lisa Rolls-Royce. Yeah, that's not going to get attention. Wow, that's a lot of money. 230000 to to associates who helped him run a Ponzi scheme. Would that be the workers? I don't know. 907000 to start a new business in Arkansas. Well, I wonder what the business was. It doesn't say. Now, during the search, agents also found $70,000. Claim, uh, Fain, 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 F-A-Y-N-E, claimed the cash was his personal money, according to court documents. Additionally, agents discovered more than 9,000 cash in the pockets of the clothes Fain was wearing at the time. That's a lot of money to be walking around. You know, I wouldn't be walking around with that much money. So it looks like somebody might be doing some time here for quite a while. So, I don't know. Don't, you know, it's going to go away for 17 years. Of course, he could have just attacked the capital. He would have got less time than that. But uh, steal the money from the government, you get 17 years. Go figure. I don't know. All right, that's pretty much all we got for today. But I'm going to end it with this one. I just love this story. Now, 
Trucker's News put this one out, and it's just hilarious. Okay. Now, September 26th, all right? Lloyd's Classic Car Auctions website. Go to go to Lloyd's Classic Car Auctions website. Or just Lloyd's, Lloyd's of London Auctions or whatever. Anyway, uh, this is great. I just love this. They're putting the Mad Max cars up for sale from the Fury Road movie. Yeah. That's what they're putting up there. For, like, example, one-of-a-kind custom tanker with plenty of extras. The checkmate... Tatra T815 has been married to a 1940s area Chevrolet Fleetmaster, all-wheel drive and powered by two supercharged V8s. That's amazing. And all, it's 78 foot long and has a VW Beetle mounted on the back as a gun turret. <laughs> a VW Beetle mounted on the back as a gun turret. That's amazing. Lovingly, lovingly driven by an impersonator Furioso through a post-apocalyptic wasteland. This tractor trailer is known as the War Pig. High-octane offers and expressions of madness can be made at the Lloyd's of London auction. Yeah. You imagine that? So anyway, they're putting up a bunch of the cars from the Lloyd's, you know, from the Fury Road. Now what's going to be up for sale? The War Horse, or the War Rig. That's the big tanker that... You know, she was driving uh, the Giga Horse, the Doof Wagon, the Next Car, the Convoy Car, Elvis, Convoy Car, Flamer, Razor Cola, Pole Car. That's the pole car with the poles going over and they were trying to jump over. Uh, fire Car. I assume it was the one shooting fire. Uh, Caltrop, El Dorado, Buggy, Rat Rod, Chevrolet, uh, Buick, Higher Artillery with Hummer Weapon Mount. Mm, I don't remember seeing that one. But uh, <laughs> this is just amazing. Uh, there are also but a few of the 200. These are all but a few of the 200 plus custom vehicles built just for Fury Road. Not in the Lloyd's of Auction Black. Is uh, Mac and our series Mac Wrecker. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, that, I'm looking at the one with the buggy with the bug on top. Man, that's hot. That is just amazing. Uh so this is it, what the, the folks at Lloyd said. It truly wants a lifetime opportunity to own an entire museum of modern masterpieces. Survivors survivors of the apocalypse that was filming a Fury Road. Uh, now, <laughs> there's what they also say. However, what Lloyd's did not mention is uh, any of these vehicles would pass a, a level one roadside inspection. So the War Pigs, that, you know, the big tanker, one of the big tankers, it's just an amazing beast. The Mac was uh, the big wrecker truck, Mac. You know, uh, had the harpoons in the front. And then the Doof Wagon was the one where the guy was playing guitar on the front. And he was uh, launched up and had all the, uh, he had all the amps on there. That one was pretty wild. So, I'm not sure who all, what all the other ones are. So anyway, just go over to Lloyd's, check it out. Uh, it's going to be the 26. Who knows what that stuff's going to go for. I can't even imagine. You know, that's going to be interesting. I would love to, you know, just, just, you know, I would just love to see that, you know. I just think that would be amazing. Yeah, I'd love to just drive one of those things. Don't you think? Wouldn't you love to just drive one of those, that big truck, that big Mad Max truck? You know, wouldn't that just be amazing? It just, it would just be awesome. You know, I would just, I just, I don't know. I just couldn't even imagine it. You know, I'd be happy just driving the dual truck, you know, with Dennis Weaver. You know, that would be cool, too. You know, the, uh, the, you know from the movie Duel. 
That would be pretty exciting. So anyway, that's all we got for this week. Not too much. Um, let's try to get that video up as soon as I can. And uh, go to the uh, 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 YouTube channel. TWK Trucking with Kingfish. It's TWK Trucking with Kingfish. Check them out. Check out the videos. Got a bunch of car stuff there. Got a bunch of truck stuff there. Putting more stuff up all the time. Every week or two, putting some up. Not too much. Also... We get to a thousand subscribers, we can start doing live cast. Go to some of these big events, start doing live casting from. That's what I want to do. So we're looking forward to that. So that being said, you know, go check it out. All right, I'm out of here. Kingfish out. I'll be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>